0: Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs.
1: And good morning, listeners, and a Merry Christmas, Jeff. And you too, Terry. The day before Christmas, got to ask you, are you all ready for Christmas
0: tomorrow? I think so. I think so. I'll let you know tomorrow night at about (laughs) 5.
1: There you go, man. There you go. Well, we hope all of our listeners have a blessed Christmas tomorrow. Uh, Today, though, on the program... We're talking about the COVID relief legislation
0: um, because there's some some things that are happening right now. That's right. So, you know, Washington has finally agreed on something. Earlier this week, the Congress did pass that relief package that has a lot of moving parts. It includes stimulus checks, you know, changes, and also a new round of PPP. uh, Many extenders for items that were set to expire at the end of the year There's way too many things to discuss in one show, so I think we'll break them up over the next couple weeks. Okay. Now, this is assuming, Terry, that the president actually signs it. So although Congress has agreed to this, the president is giving some pushback. So. What we're gonna talk about is kind of what we know today. And we'll start by talking about the stimulus checks and PPP expenses. So let's start there. Did did
1: these checks, the stimulus checks, did they work or are they going to work the same way that they did back in March?
0: Pretty close. So, you know, as Congress has it right now, the checks are gonna be for about $600 for each adult and each dependent child under age 17. Now, the only real difference between here and March is that this is a slight increase Um, over the $500 that dependents got back in March. The one thing that they didn't change, though, is that those dependents that are age 17 or older still are going to get no payments out of this. So if you're dependent on your parents' return and you're in college, no stimulus for you, unfortunately.
1: Interesting. So
0: are the income limits still the same? They are exactly the same. So the income limits um, you know, you'll get a full credit or you'll get a full check, I should say, um, if your income is under $75,000 um, as a single individual or 150000 for a married couple. And it starts to phase out uh, above those amounts.
1: So if I remember last time, those income limits were based on either the 2018 or nineteen return. Is that still the same?
0: Well, if you remember back, Terry, back in March you know, many people didn't file their 2019 return yet. So what happened is the IRS said, you know, if you didn't file your 19 return, we're gonna base that stimulus off of your 2018 return. Well, now that all the 2019 returns should be filed, this payment will be based off of the 2019 return only. So what happens
1: if your 2019 income was higher? What, can you still get it?
0: So, well, you know, since this one, and also the one back in March, were technically prepayments for your 2020 tax year, then the answer is maybe. If your 2019 income was too high, but it turns out that your 2020 income ends up being below those income limits, then you're gonna get the credit, you'll just have to wait until when you file your return. So this doesn't work the other way, correct? That's right, so if you received a payment and your 2020 income is too high and you shouldn't have gotten one, you don't need to pay it back.
1: Interesting. Let's change the subject very quickly here to um, we've talked a lot about the PPP expenses and that they were not deductible. That has now changed, correct?
0: Assuming that the president signs this bill, um, it will. Because um, you know the original intent of the CARES Act back in March was to allow a company to double dip. That means that the, the PPP loan forgiveness and the expenses paid with those PPP funds would both be deductible. Now normally, this wouldn't be allowed because um, of how the IRS rules work, but Congress's specific intent was to say, yes, we want companies to double dip because we know that this is um, you know this, this COVID is really causing issues with some companies. Sure. And uh, and Congress has now fixed that by explicitly saying, that expenses are deductible.
1: So why was this needed, do you think?
0: You know, unfortunately, there's a lot of businesses that were truly hurt by the shutdown, and the traffic to their businesses were, were decreased. Those companies received funds, and I think they spent that money the way they should have, how it was intended, you know, to employ people. If those sp- expenses were not deductible, those businesses could have come up with an unexpected tax bill at the end of the year, and they wouldn't have the cash to pay it. Now, I know that there's a lot of businesses who unfairly benefited from these funds also, and they're getting a tax benefit, but you know, we really got to think about the businesses that were truly hurt.
1: Right, right. Jeff, a lot of great information each and every week here in Tax Insight. How do people connect with you and your team?
0: You can get in touch with us at hawkins and go to the CPA HQ section of our website.
1: Awesome, Jeff. Once again, Merry Christmas to you and the team at Hawkins Ash, and we look forward to connecting with you next week.
0: This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at hawkinsashcpas.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.